So the Angels have been terrible since the trade deadline. We all know this. They can't hit. They can't pitch. So doesn't it make sense that they almost no-hit the Texas Rangers on Wednesday night? What an amazing game. What a fun game to watch. And there's something that happened in that game that proves something to us as Angel fans. We'll talk about it. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SiriusXM by searching Locked On Angels. And the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, make sure that you're subscribed and click that bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. And today's show is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. You can make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Thanks for being here for this episode of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. We appreciate you being here every single day with us Monday through Friday every workday every weekday where else can you go to get Angels coverage five days a week it's only right here on Locked on Angels and that just tells me that you're a, a masochist like Mike and I because we <laughs> love this team no matter how badly they treat us and yeah. uh you know before we get into last night's game Mike we uh will be talking about how bad the Angels have been since the trade deadline I know they had a nice little outing last night but the stats uh they tell a different story and also, would a would a standing oh a standing ovation help this team in the uh, in the vein of what the Phillies did for Trey Turner? We're going to talk about that. But Mike, let's get to recapping that game last night. Detmers was dealing on yeah. That. Angels won 2 nothing, and Detmers came into this game on four days rest. He had an ERA over 10 in his last six starts. He allowed 29 runs over his last 25 and a third innings. He seemed lost. We talked about it. Seemed lost in his last six starts. He got shelved for seven runs in his last start. So you're telling me he was primed and ready to throw a no-hitter last night after <laughs> yes. all of that. That's yes, what you're course, telling me? Of course he would come out and almost pitch a no-hitter, right? <laughs> this dude shoves seven yeah. and a third, one hit, four walks, five Ks, 108 pitches. And Johnny, I just am wanting to give a ovation, a standing ovation That's to right. Reed Detmers right. because to see him come back to bounce back after having just – uh, a collection of a few starts that were terrible it was so good to see. I've been a fan of his since the very beginning called for him to be called up and he is only 24 years old and I loved watching him pitch last night. And Johnny, the question that you and I were asking and a lot of angel fans were asking is so, so what changed? And then on Twitter, friend of the pod, Jeff Fletcher actually tweets out a conversation he had with Reed Detmers about Matt Wise. And mm -hmm. because I'm your older brother, and because I think it's funny, I want you to read it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Reed Detmers had this to say about Matt Wise. He was talking to Jeff Fletcher of the OC Register. He said, it's been a tough couple of weeks, and he's been awesome. I couldn't have asked for anyone better. We've done a ton of work. We've done a lot of studying, and he's been there for me. I got to give it to him. He's the one guy I've been going to that's like, we're going to figure this stuff out. In the last three to four days since my last start, I felt 10 times better than the last month. John, John, everybody read that. I even had friends that texted me and said, Weiss has got something on Reed Detmers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Because you and I have been pretty hard on Wise, and, and you specifically have, have shared some really good stats on this pod about the strategy that they've 
taken with Reed Detmers to get him to maybe pitch to contact when all of the stat cast stuff says to do otherwise. Mm -hmm. So someone actually tweeted at Jeff Fletcher what I just said, like, oh, there's something going on. So why don't you, why don't you read those tweets? Yeah. Someone said to Jeff Fletcher, he's not going to call out the pitching coach publicly. And Jeff tweeted back and said, this is not my first day on the job. I know I what a flex. fake compliment is <laughs> and that's not it. And, yeah. and, and I, I totally understand that. Yep. But Mike, a broken clock is right twice a day. And yeah. for Matt Wise to help Reed Detmers figure out what he needs to do. And and look, you know what he did last night? He threw strikes. Yep. He got swings and misses. Yep. He located his fastball. Yep. He got guys to swing under the slider and pop it up. He got guys to get out in front of the of the curveball and swing and miss. Yep. Uh again, broken clock, right? right. Twice a day. And and so yes, I think it's fantastic that Reed was able to get the help that he gets on August 15th. I think that's Finally. wonderful, Mike. Yeah, I think, you know, <laughs> 6 months into the season, I think that's a perfect time to to get things yeah. right and figure yeah. it out. Um but <laughs> look, like he said, uh we we've done a lot of studying. Um he's helping me figure it out. I mean, yeah, you better figure it out because one of your best pitchers that you have on this roster who was fantastic in the second half and had a really solid June this year after he fixed his slider was not doing great. Right. So if I'm Matt Wise, my nose is in the books. My nose is pressed up against my computer screen looking at all the data that I have. And my nose is pressed up against the video screen looking at what worked for Reed in the past and what he's been doing differently. And of course they found it out. Yeah. Congratulations on doing your job, Matt Wise, yeah. and trying to fool people into thinking that you deserve this job next year, which you don't. That's, yes. my, that's and, my rant. And that is the most important thing. Don't get fooled by get maybe an upswing of some of the pitchers as we move into late August and early September. that's what September. happened last year. Absolutely. And that is not necessarily because of Matt Wise. And so that the, the struggles that the Angels, Angels have had has been back to that coaching philosophy and the strategy moving forward. This also proved last night, Johnny, that when the angels pitch, they're going to be competitive and they're going to win nine times out of 10. And mm -hmm. they pitched a heck of a game last night, including the bullpen. I love Reynaldo Lopez. He came in in the eighth and he looked fantastic. He inherited a two on one out situation, strikes out Gar Garcia, got a pop out on low. And then Estevez comes in and I'm still nervous. I know Angel fans are still nervous and he was really shaky. Two singles. Then he got a strikeout. Then he got a fly out, and that fly out, Johnny, was to the deepest part of the ballpark, and yeah. it would have been a home run in only one stadium, Angel Stadium. Yeah. And so thank goodness we weren't playing at home. And and that's why, despite his struggles, I feel good about Hunter Renfro being out there in right field because yeah. they were not going to challenge his arm. Even if that guy got to third base, I think, right. I think Renfro gets the out at second base. So even in that situation, even if they did tag up, I think only the runner from second moves to third. I don't sure. think the runner from first tries to go to second on that one because, right. again, you don't want to challenge that arm. And you know what, Mike? And, and Estevez being shaky, he had a 2 nothing lead. And I, I just kept saying to my wife who was watching it with me, I was like, he's got to pitch Heim up and in. He's mm -hmm. got to pitch him up and in. Mm -hmm. He's got to go back to that spot. And so he does. He tries to, but it was a lot lower. It was middle of the zone and yeah. in instead of up. That's when Heim hit that foul ball that looked like it was going to bust open the game. Next pitch, where was it? Up and in. Up and, and in. that's exactly where I knew he could get Jonah Heim out because yep. Jonah Heim's batting lefty because of the wrist issue. And it just it made all the sense in the world to tie him up high 
and in, and that's exactly what SC did. Yep. And he had Matt Moore warming up behind him, and I think that's fantastic. And I think as long as Estevez is shaky, you got to have somebody raring to go behind him. And I think it's great that they were able to get through the game just using Detmers, Ronaldo Lopez, and Carlos Estevez. Now they yeah. have the day off. Yeah. They'll be back at the big A. I think that's huge. Talk about Otani, man. Johnny, in the first inning, he crushes a pitch, loses his batting helmet as he's yeah. uh, swinging, and runs around the bases with his his smooth flow of hair and crushed this pitch, Johnny. And, and that thing was up at the letters, man. It was a like 96-mile-an-hour yeah. fastball yeah. above the zone, and he just he shortens up and hits mm-hmm. it, and he's just got the power to drive that out. That was yep. awesome to see. He had three hits in this game. He had that massive home run and then two infield singles, mm-hmm. and – one of his infield singles, it was was 20, 29 feet per second or something like that, mm-hmm. and 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 thirty is elite speed. This guy's incredible, John, and we'll talk about him in in, in one of our next segments. But three for four really looked great, and then Matt Thies hit that uh, additional home run in the ninth, which which was desperately needed. The ball and found his swing path. The ball and he found, I thought that four hundred fifty feet. I, I thought. Well, that am I wrong? He, am I wrong? No, he has the same swing every time, and that it ball was the just, same swing and right that in ball his just, zone, right? Yep. Right in his zone. Feet. When you're when you're pitching really well, you need defense behind you. And so I, I love Mickey Moniak. I know that sometimes he yeah. overruns. Sometimes he's really like he's like the, the the Tasmanian devil out there, right? Like he's just all over the place and trying to get the ball. And, and I love that. And he'll learn to be more under control. But he had a really great like sliding catch in support of Detmers. And so it was great to see Reed pitch really well. It was great to see the the defense back him up. Um, I also loved Johnny that Velasquez didn't sniff this game. And yeah. one of the things that we heard on Twitter was, or X, whatever we're calling it. One of the things we heard was that Phil Nevin actually kept him out of the game because his two throwing errors were an example of the loss of focus by the angels in previous games. And so good, good, make him sit the, the bench. He, he needs, he needs to not sniff the, the, the lineup unless he's pinch running and, and maybe we need him to steal a bag. That's really mm-hmm. all that we can use him for. To which I don't know who you replace him with if you do send him back down or if you want to send him back down because David Soto's Fletcher. defense wasn't great, but <laughs> Fletch would be a good guy too, right? Like maybe maybe his defense could be a whole lot better. But I love that he didn't sniff the lineup just because I don't think he needs to be uh, anywhere near the lineup so far and hasn't proven to be able to earn the right to be in that lineup. Yeah, yeah. So again, uh, a, a great night all around. I know it was a long ball that scored the runs, but you could see that I felt like the at-bats were a little bit better around this time around. I know that Renhifo yeah. had swung on the first three pitches uh, or the first pitch three times and <laughs> didn't have a lot of success Yeah. right after we have that conversation about like, look at all the success they've had on the first pitch. <laughs> then Renhifo goes and does that. Yeah. Hey, the Angels are 60 and 62, Mike. Mm-hmm. Seven games back of the wild card and they're headed back home today. There's no game, but they are playing the Rays Friday, 638 Pacific time. You can catch every pitch of the Angels Hometown Broadcast on SiriusXM with the SXM app. Just search Angels. No Wander Franco this weekend. Yeah. He's under investigation. Yep. So not and no to, Shane uh, McClanahan is he's not in there either. Yeah, and no Shane McClanahan. Um, so again, not that we're celebrating somebody being under investigation, but right. at least competitively, yeah. we're avoiding a very good player this right. weekend. <laughs> right. And, uh, coming up on Lockdown Angels, the Halos uh, before last night have played. Some pretty ugly baseball since the trade deadline. We got the stats to prove it, so we're going to talk about that coming right up. (laughs) 
Hey, today's show is brought to you by Nutrafol, a new sponsor to Locked On. Guys, did you know that 80% of men will experience hair thinning in their lifetime? I don't know what that's like <laughs> at all, right? Stop laughing. Uh, it's It's normal. But it doesn't have to be your normal, and you can get ahead of hair thinning with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth supplement. It's clinically shown to improve your hair growth, visible thickness, and visible scalp coverage. Nutrafol's hair growth supplements uh, are are physician-formulated, natural, science-backed. They're drug-free, patented technology, provides consistent, reliable results, doesn't compromise any parts of your health, including your sexual health. Nutrafol will help you identify where your hair is thinning and give you a personalized plan for better hair health through the whole body wellness plan. And for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners to Lockdown Angels $10 off your first first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com slash men and enter our promo code LOCKEDONMLB. You can find out why over 4,000 healthcare professionals recommend Nutrafol for healthy hair. That's Nutrafol.com slash men and use our promo code LOCKEDONMLB. Again, Nutrafol, N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com slash men and enter our promo code locked on MLB. Thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Locked On Everydayers, join us tomorrow for Fan Mail Friday. In fact, get your questions in now so that we can, you know, do the research if you have some in-depth questions. That's something that we like to do and make sure your answers are are thorough and everything that you want from us. You can also give us a call on our voicemail line 714 714- Four zero nine six three nine six. That number is in the episode description below as well. We'd love to hear from you. So get in our voicemail, get in our mentions on Twitter, and send us a DM if you'd like as well. We'd love to get your questions for Fan Mail Friday. The Angels are back at it on Friday, 6.38 Pacific time against the Rays. They're back at the Big A, and we're looking forward to this weekend series. Kind of the last tough team i guess mike for the for the for For the month i know i know the phillies we got to go see the phillies and whatnot but i think for now this has been a rough stretch and so hopefully they can turn it around this weekend you can check out every pitch of the angels hometown broadcast on sirius xm with the xxm app just search angels johnny the numbers never lie i mean we can we can lie to ourselves and tell ourselves hey the angels are doing good and there's potential and all those things right but the numbers never lie and since the trade deadline the angels have been really really struggling offensively and on the mound and we've we've seen it but we want to share and I don't, I don't know why we're doing this to ourselves but we're going to share uh the angels numbers since the trade deadline august 1st so offensively johnny here's where the angels rank since august 1st since they made the big trades and went all in so their weighted runs created plus which league average is 100 which is a really interesting stat because it does measure the impact of of a a base runner impact of a hitter all of those things the angels have a 55 weighted runs created plus they rank 29th in baseball they have a 28.3 k percentage which is 29th in baseball they have a 5.1 walk percentage which is 29th in baseball 201 batting average a 248 on base percentage which ranks 30th both of those rank 30th in baseball they have a 341 slugging which ranks 28th 11 home runs 27th which this is a home run hitting team and 
they haven't really been hitting home runs, which is probably one of the reasons why they've been struggling to score runs. And then they rank 26th and 26th in RBIs and in runs scored. So that's kind of where they're at. If you're watching on the YouTube side, you can see all the stats on your screen. Johnny, unmute yourself and then tell me about the pitching staff. Yeah, the the pitching staff has pitched to a, again, prior to last night's game, a 6.53 ERA, which is 30th in the league. Awesome. A 5.39 fielding independent pitching, which we call FIP. That's kind of like ERA, but what is in the pitcher's control themselves. So taking out uh, errors and plays and things like that, they rank 28th, Mike. Uh, 122 strikeouts. That's good for third. <laughs> We've all we'll always have strikeouts, Ooh. Michael. And then 66 walks. That's 30th in the league. And then a 1.67 home runs per nine, which is good for 25th in the league. So they're mm. giving up about one and a half home runs per game, essentially, with this team. Mike, that 55 weighted runs created plus means that they're 45 percent worse. Then league average. Yeah. They are not even playing average baseball. Yeah. They are below average baseball. And Feels so like we, it. we really needed that win last night. So yeah. uh, I, I, <laughs> there was a funny response to that tweet that said, uh, you know, these cherry pick stats don't mean anything and you know it, they don't mean anything. And I went, what? Like, is, is this a bit? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Like walk walk rate and strikeout rate and and, and how often runs the guys plus and ERA. how often the guys are are striking like average isn't a made up stat they're yeah. they're batting two oh one like that's was, what it is I'm I'm legitimately asking was was that a joke were they trying was to be funny? yeah I I I hope so because <laughs> noted noted Angels enthusiasts Mike and John noted Angels suckers Mike and John are making up a narrative that the angels are bad. That's, yeah. that's what we do around here. Like you, you don't have to make up the narrative. <laughs> no, right? we, do, we do not. The narrative we have to make up, up is that they're good. We yeah, don't have to make up the narrative that they're not playing well. Seriously. <laughs> seriously. So Mike, what is it here? Why have they mm. struggled so bad since the trade deadline? When in theory, the team is better than they were before the trade deadline. Is it the chemistry? Is it the culture? Is it the fact that they had a really tough schedule since the beginning of August, like everybody was was worried about? Yeah. Um, you know, it's one thing to be worried about playing tough teams. It's another thing to be like, well, oh, they just shouldn't play. They, they don't right. play any games. Just don't show up. Right. <laughs> Johnny, I think what happened this year was kind of put under the microscope in this last kind of run against these really good teams. Here's what I mean. Mm -hmm. Earlier this year, we would have – maybe a tough series against a tough team, but then we'd mm -hmm. followed up with the A's. We'd followed up with the Royals. We'd, you know what I mean? And of course now we're not having that moment to breathe. And I think mm -hmm. that a, a big portion of what we're seeing is that we just have played some excellent baseball teams with excellent coaching and excellent approaches and strategy. And you can see that with their pitching. You can see that with their hitting. We also have played some teams that made some really good moves at the trade deadline, Texas mm -hmm. Rangers, as an example of that Astros, as an example of that, like they filled their need in an excellent way. Now that doesn't mean that Perry Manassian didn't do that, but I think what happened was when we played them, we, we just, we found out that they have something that we don't. Mm -hmm. And I think that what they have that we don't is confidence. 
I just mm. don't think that this team is confident in themselves. Mm. I don't think that they have the coaching around them that's helping them to be confident. I actually really loved the fact that Reed Detmer said something about Matt Wise and how he has helped him in the last three or four days because that's the first time I've heard any sort of affirmation of any of the managers <laughs> yeah. <coaches> outside <laughs> no of some words about Phil Nevin. But I think that these guys are just really struggling with confidence. I think that they're struggling with the pressure of the situation. And I don't think that they have anybody coming in and helping them to navigate that well. I don't think that they have a coach or a manager that's giving them thoughts and help and strategy to prepare for it. I think that these guys that are on the bench are, are getting outmatched and outworked and outcoached by mm. other teams. And you can see the philosophy all the way down to like the minor leagues and how it's impacted the Astros and the Rangers and other teams mm -hmm. that has really not impacted the Halos. I also think injuries. Injuries have been a big part of to all of this with Zach Neto out of the lineup. Zach Neto is the fire starter, the David Eckstein of this team. And so mm -hmm. I think that those are the three factors that I've noticed. Have you noticed anything else besides what I've said, or do you think that we're hitting the nail on the head here? I mean, the the team is just not as good as the teams they've been playing. They, they are not as good as the Braves. They're not as good as the Astros. Yeah. They're not as good as the Rangers. And yeah. that's just the the long and short of it. Now, I know that we got swept by the Mariners, and uh, they'll say that Careful. they're a better team. Careful. Huh? Careful. Careful. <laughs> they'll say that they're a better team than the Angels. Um, and, and the problem there what? is... What did you say? What? <laughs> I can't believe that you said that about our team. Where... <laughs> The the Seattle Mariners. I am not looking forward to playing the Mariners when it's coming. No, nah, I know. I just want you to know. <laughs> but here's here. Okay, here's the thing. Yeah, go. The, sorry. The the truth is, is if you if you crunch the numbers, they're very similar teams. And yes, yeah. I have no argument because they'll just say, "Well, look at the scoreboard and tell us we're a similar team." But like, yeah, you know what? You you beat us by one run, and then Baltimore beat you by one run, and mm -hmm. the Royals beat you by one run, and so it's they're not ready for that conversation, and that's yeah. fine. Uh, but all of that to say, the teams the Angels have been facing have been playing better baseball consistently. And and even the Mariners, going back to July, like they have been playing the best baseball of their entire season right. uh, since July. And so they roll into Anaheim and, and do what they do. And it makes sense. And and the Angels have been up and down and left and right, floating around 500. You know, when the team was fully healthy, they're eight games above 500. And now they're two games below 500. And I don't think that that's a coincidence. I think it just makes all the sense in the world that they've really struggled this month of August. Just because these teams are better doesn't mean that the Angels don't have and didn't have a shot to get into a wild card position because it's it's wide open for these guys. It, it, having three spots, there's really no excuse. And if they played better baseball, um, which is asking a lot of a team that has kind of shown us who they are, uh, they would be right there in the mix. So let's hope that we can put these tough series behind us and get somewhere in the remaining games left in August. Hey, have you tried the Sleeper app yet? It's a sponsor here on Locked on Angels. Sleeper is fantastic. You can win up to 100 times on payouts, and it's a great fantasy app. All you have to do is, is choose two or more players that you like and decide if they're going to overperform or underperform in their stat categories, home runs, hits, strikeouts, those types of categories. And if you get your picks right, you can win big. Sleeper works really quickly, too. Your entries can be made in 30 seconds or less. And there's safe and fast withdrawals and all payouts. You can download the Sleeper app today. And when you do, use our promo code, Locked On at sign up, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. You should check out Sleeper today. 
Okay, Mike. So this was a great question that came from at four dreams on Twitter. And I love this question because I loved what actually happened here. He said, feels like the angels are in a mental slump, Mm -hmm. which is a great. Yes. I would put it that way. A hundred percent. Do you think if the angels fans do what the Phillies fans did for Trey Turner, it would help re-energize our players. Now, Mm. if you're unaware for those watching and listening, there was a, a contingent of Phillies fans who went out there and said, hey, you know what? Next time the Phillies are home and Trey Turner comes up to bat, he's been really having a hard time this season, and they signed him to that big deal, and he just hasn't been who he was last year. We're going to give him a huge, encouraging standing ovation. And mm. then, Mike, I think it really helped him loosen up, and yep. I think he had a great stretch of games there for a while after that standing ovation yeah. for Trey Turner. First of all, uh, for dream at four dreams on Twitter. Great question. Absolutely. I love the support. I think, I think angel fans have been supportive. They're mm-hmm. still showing up. The attendance is strong. They're cheering. There's hasn't been a lot of booing. I know there were some instances where, you know, there were some frustrating plays on the field that the angels got booed for, but this feels like a, a whole team issue. So if we're going to do a standing ovation, it's got to be for everyone, doesn't it, Mike? Like, what do we what do we do about that? Every time, I, that would actually be a, a really fun moment. I think to have the fans just every time we're we're standing on our feet, Johnny. Uh, if it helps, I'm down. Yeah. Uh, if it if it helps this team get out of their mental slump, I, I am I am so down. And so I'm thinking, like, who who would we stand up for and cheer? I, I honestly, we're not sure what Shohei's going to do. So I think for the rest of the season, that boy needs to hear our cheers and our celebratory applause and, and our love for him. I think that we need to be chanting MVP when he gets up there. I, yeah. I think that we just need to give him all the love in the world. I would also stand on my feet for Moustakis and, and, and let him know that we appreciate how he has been playing for us. Matt Moore would be somebody when he comes in, I would stand on my feet. Now I know that those guys aren't necessarily struggling. John, are there guys that are struggling that you think, man, if we, if we got up and just started cheering really loud for them, that it actually would be beneficial for them. Yeah, I think uh, Mickey Moniak comes to mind for ah, me. Ah, that's and, a good uh, one. Yeah, I, I would, he's I would easy cheer, to cheer that for. guy. He's easy to cheer for. I even think, like, Hunter Renfro, as frustrating as yeah. he's been this season, like the guy could use a, a nice <laughs> rally behind him. And then the starting pitching, Mike, I think, like, Detmers deserved what he got. Uh, unfortunately, it was in Globe Life Field, but yeah. I know there were Angel fans there. Uh, Sandoval is another one. I, I mean, you're right. There are certainly guys who are deserving of it. Otani, Moose, Matt Moore, those guys locking it down. Carlos Estevez, after what happened, yeah, you know, against the Mariners and then against the Giants, I think a show of support for the for him would be would be huge, and maybe it would help him gain his confidence and find it again. So I'm I'm super down to do a standing O. Unfortunately, I won't be at the Rays games this week. And I, right. you and I are talking about maybe doing the Reds yep. uh, next week, which would be really fun. So if, if we end up doing that, we'll let you guys know. And if you're at the stadium at the same time as us, we'll uh, certainly want to meet you and run into you and say For hi. Sure. But yeah, if you're, if you're going to be at the stadium this weekend um, and maybe we can get something going on, on Twitter uh, with lockdown angels as well. I think that'd yeah. be really cool. So, Hey, why not? I think these guys deserve it. They deserve our support. And, and, uh, you know, as, as frustrating as it's been this week where it was like, do they even care? Do they care? Yeah. Well, I think it would be a big boon if they came home and we showed them like, hey, well, if you don't care, we care. So we care. we're going to demonstrate that yeah. and show that to you this weekend. Be like Gloria Estefan and get on your feet. Oh, no. <laughs>
Hey, thanks for making Lockdown Angels your first listen of the day. The Angels play the Rays on Friday at 6.38 Pacific time. And you can catch every pitch of the Angels' hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Angels. Hey, give us a follow at Lockdown Angels on Twitter and at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. And please forgive Mike for the uh, for the reference there. That was fantastic. I speak uh, for a living. I don't sing. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? It's Fan Mail Friday, one of our favorite days. So we'd love to hear what is on your mind, the questions that you have. And you can even give us some thoughts on our voicemail line, 714-409-6396. Leave a 30-second voicemail for us, and we'll throw it on the air, and we'll talk about you and talk about your question on Locked on Angels on Friday. Can't wait to hear from you guys, so please send in your questions. Twitter, Instagram, voicemail, wherever you can. Until tomorrow's show, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Thanks for being here with us, and we'll see you back here for Fan Mail Friday. 